Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded March 4th, 2021. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. One of the things we've been talking about a lot with investors recently has been how we still see opportunity in reflation trades. The big thing you need to know today? We're reiterating our overweight on financials, one of the most important pieces of that reflation trade. If you'd like to hear more, here's another four minutes. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, and Stitcher. If you like the podcast, please rate and review it to help other listeners find the show. Now the details. Financials is the second best performing sector in the S&P 500 so far this year, and its leadership has really been accelerating recently. We're sticking with the sector for six reasons. First, a highly optimistic boots-on-the-ground assessment by RBC's financial analysts. Earlier this year, we conducted a survey of RBC's U.S. industry analysts across all sectors. We were surprised to find that our analysts had a more bullish outlook on financials than the other major sectors. This was driven by better expectations for both performance and a better assessment of valuations. Nothing has changed in their thinking based on recent conversations. Second, a strong cash deployment and shareholder return profile for the sector. Financials looks good from a dividend perspective, with a dividend yield that's still well above the 10-year Treasury yield, something that's no longer true for the broader S&P 500. Additionally, buybacks are resuming. The pace of new announcements has started to really pick up. Banks M&A is also finally starting to materialize, something that's been long overdue. Third, a very strong earnings profile. Financials has been the best sector in the S&P 500 on the rate of upward EPS estimate revisions, tracking ahead of all other major sectors recently. This is an important gauge of earnings sentiment. In recent years, the growth part of the market, sectors like tech, have been stronger than the value part of the market on this indicator, but recently the pendulum has swung back in value's favor very slightly, due in large part to financials. Fourth, deeply attractive valuations relative to the S&P 500. Despite strong performance since last fall, financial still looks deeply undervalued when we compare its forward P.E. multiple to the S&P 500. On a related note, when we look at the sector's market cap share in the S&P 500, we find that its return to financial crisis lows last year and is still in the early innings of a rebound. Fifth, favorable macro tailwinds tied to the unfolding economic recovery. Financials tends to outperform when ISM new orders, 10-year yields, and inflation expectations are rising, as well as when the yield curve steepens. One thing that really jumps out to us right now is how the move in financials that's been seen has lagged the pickup in ISM new orders. We think financials is undergoing a major catch-up trade with economic expectations which have already lifted. Sixth, improving ETF flows, signaling investor re-engagement. We wouldn't normally get so excited about ETF trends, but it's worth noting that there has been a major reversal here. After several years of very weak flows, financials ETF flows have turned very positive year-to-date. There's simply been a major sea change here which supports further outperformance by the sector. Beyond the macro tailwinds dissipating, the main risk to our call is that two important camps of investors, hedge funds and ESG funds, have been underweight financials. But we find that hedge fund underweights have narrowed over the past year. 
and ESG risk scores for the sector are improving, muting our concerns on this front to some extent. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. Please reach out to your RBC representative with any questions. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives.